you are the podcast master. What is happening, world? Hope you guys are killing the week, crushing those goals, and most importantly, hope everybody's got a smile on your face. There's a lot of good things happening in the world right now, and I think one of the good things happening in the world right now is this podcast. I hope you guys enjoy this. This is a fun episode I'm going to get to here in just a minute, but I want to tell you about the good folks at Beck's Sunglasses. That's B-E-X sunglasses.com to uh, check out one of the coolest brands, one of the coolest teams in all of the world. Why do I say that? Well, they're an American-owned company. They're the coolest sunglasses in the game today, and they give back so much to the entire Western sports world, the entire industry that uh, so many of us live in. So why not reciprocate and Make sure that we stay loyal to their products as well. So that's what I'm inviting you to do when you go to BexSunglasses.com. Again, that's B-E-X Sunglasses.com. Here's what I want you to pay close attention to. When you go to check out, make sure you use the code MATT, M-A-T-T. I'm going to save you some money when you do that, okay? BexSunglasses.com. Proud to have them as a partner and also... Proud to tell you about my good friends at WSM Auctioneers. Now, you, if you tune into the PBR, you'll hear that a lot, WSM Auctioneers. But a lot of people will ask, okay, what exactly is WSM Auctioneers? I'll tell you, it's a very, very cool group of people in Arizona that have an online sale every month, the second Saturday of every month. Uh, mark your calendars because I believe it's March 13th coming up here in just a few days. But the second Saturday of every month, they have a huge online auction. Why is that important to you? Well, if you're in the market for uh, a vehicle, a side-by-side, um, heavy equipment, a welder, uh, a container, I mean, literally everything, they've got it wsmauctioneers.com. That's where I want you to go right now, wsmauctioneers.com. Or if you're like me and it's easier to just cruise through social media and and check them out, simple, at wsmauctioneers on Instagram and check out their, uh, their business. They're committed to service excellence. And I'm telling you, there's a reason why they're the sellingest auction team in the Southwest. Glad to have them on board uh, as a part of the family. Glad to have you on board as a part of the family for a really, really fun episode, an interesting episode, and a guy that is uh, typically very soft-spoken in terms of being in front of fans. Has a lot to say behind the scenes, and uh, you'll hear us talk about that, some of the, his relationships with some of the biggest stars in bull riding, his relationships with his partners, and uh, most importantly, his relationships with the animal athletes themselves that uh, he continues to bring to our PBR events. His name is Jeremy Walker, and he is the driving force behind Paradigm Bull Company. That's right, Paradigm Bull Company, and you, you talk about some of the great bulls, Marcos Metalworks. Uh, they've partnered up on, on some great ones like Bill the Butcher. You'll hear me ask him flat out favorite bull he's ever been a part of, 
We'll talk about that and some of the great ones he has going up and down the road right now. If you're not already, check him out on social media on Instagram. It is jwalker6680. I have no idea what those numbers mean. Um, We're going to have to work on that handle. What is the deal with everybody having crazy Instagram handles? Megan's million underscores and all that jazz. Um, Anyways, Jeremy's is jwalker6680. Zero, And you're going to find out in this episode why so many of the guys are drawn to Jeremy, why so many of the guys just enjoy being around him, uh, why I'm a fan of him. And I hope that if you're not before this episode, hopefully by the end of this episode, you are following along to see what this guy does, uh, you know, from this point forward for the rest of the bull riding industry. Really cool guy. Really cool conversation. Really cool to have you guys along for the ride. If you're not already, make sure you hit the subscribe button to the podcast. And again, continue to drop us those five-star ratings. Leave us your reviews. That's the only way I'm going to make this thing any better is with your help. So do that if you don't mind. Other than that, I'm going to shut up. And I'm going to open up this conversation with the leader of Paradigm Bull Company, Mr. Jeremy Walker. Got a water? Got a water. You good? Everybody's good? Need anything? Sorry I made you sit in the green room so long. The uh, the green room that is the uh, Ford room. Radisson parking lot. That's, yeah. that's our green room this weekend. That's where we keep all our guests waiting. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful setup. Yeah. Sunny day. Yeah. I, think I, I think they stole my cooler while I was waiting on them. <laughs> that's why we parked over here so we can see. Last night, Matt goes, I think someone's breaking into our car. I'm like, you're Legit. way too calm. Legit. Yeah. I was I mean, sitting there watching this They night. got signs on the door. <laughs> I hated to judge. Like, I, you know, I try not to judge. But then when I started seeing the hand go up over the forehead and start leaning towards a vehicle. I was like, uh-uh, yeah. nope. Yeah, that, I'm judging now. That's yeah. suspicious. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know that it's it's not judging. It's profiling. Call, you calling you a spade a, a spade. That's right. That's it. <laughs> you, you see somebody doing something wrong. I'm I'm, I'm calling you out. Um, man, you ruined the beginning of this podcast. Straight up. Already. The, yep. On a roll. Rude. You, know, you, you ruined it before we even got in the room. And I'll tell you why. This, I. Had guns loaded, guns blazing, because I was like, where is my Paradigm Bull Company hat? And I'll be there. Like, I didn't even get to say hi to him. He's like, here. And I've never said that to you. Nothing. Um, Pull the bullets right out of your gun. I was, was, yeah, you you just completely took away all my ammunition right away because I was like, man, I saw this like singer wearing a Paradigm hat on his social media and stuff. And, Man, we're friends. I ain't even got one. So it takes yeah. it takes a it takes a nice hat to make that guy look good. And I, I tell you what, he you know, poor I think guy. it's kind of got him to the top in Nashville so far. So. Poor guy. Yeah. Part, uh, I will we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, the black and gold special. Yeah, I feel special. Heck yeah! Can't buy these anywhere, uh, right? Nope. Okay. But you did tell me uh, somebody else got one this week. Yeah, yeah. I give one to Zeke. He kind of bought one. <laughs> I like to say you give me about two thousand uh, dollars for a, for, tell me, for a tell paradigm me, cap. Tell me about this. This is actually uh, something I, I didn't start. Me and Zeke usually always go back and forth, <laughs> which is rare. Yeah, for you. yeah, we go back and forth with one another quite a bit. Um, we were all sitting um, eating eating lunch at a place there in Stephenville. It was me and Jess and, and a handful of people, and Zeke and JT and a couple of his goons come walking in and. 
and uh, they'd been their good time had kind of rolled over into the next day you could tell and uh, Zeke Zeke sat down at the table and we were all kind of talking and he just looked across the table and told me he said I'm he said Jeremy I'm the best damn bull rider in the world <laughs> so I just pulled my phone out and pulled the standings up and I said uh looks like Cooper Davis is the best bull rider in the world right now and you're 29th I said I'm just fighting fairy tales with facts <laughs> and, uh, and he looked down he looked at me he said i ride any damn bull you got at your house at a thousand dollars cash i said which one he said anyone you pick it so i said red clark and he got up and he shook my hand i was thinking well, here we game go game on game on at that point you know i, I wasn't trash talking because i knew stuff was fixing to get real serious i right. mean this bull's the real deal and um three hours later we're uh we're at the Ace of Spades getting loaded up, and Zeke and I and, and I and I anted him up a little bit more. Um, uh, I got a hold of him right after that and told him I got another thousand. That's, right, which props that, to you. That says you can't, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, he 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 shook on that, and uh, I went and got the bull and got him loaded, and he's a uh, he's a he's a he's a big old scary mean mean. He is he is. It's weird because you think oh he's just Red Bull and like. There's more to him than just just being a red bull. There is, and, and the more I'm around him, the more I the the more I learned that bull's pretty special. You know, he's very very he's the most confident animal I've ever been around. Like he's not afraid to. He looks and wants to go, but if you push him too hard, he'll just turn around. I'm, he's not scared of anything. I remember the first time, and I think it's the first time I, I saw the bull. Um, darn sure the first time I remember the bull was at the finals. And I was like, oh, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. First time I seen him at the finals, we were doing the uh, elite seat deals. Yeah. And he was right behind the chutes. And uh, people would walk by and he'd hit the back of the chutes and pick everything up. He was pissed <laughs> off. I didn't even know what he was. I was thinking, what? People were like, what bull's that? I was like, I don't know. He looks like a Wentz bull yeah. by, by the way he looks. And I said, I, I probably don't need to tell you. I'll stay away from him. He's doing a pretty good job on his own. Right. And, um, you know, I didn't know a day later I'd be taking him back to the house well, with me. And that's so. what I was going to say. I remember seeing him buck and going, dang. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Wentz family up in the great Northwest, they're up there, you, you know, bet. Oregon, Washington, up, up there hiding in the trees. And, uh, then all of a sudden, like the next day, uh, Jeremy's keeping that bull in Texas. Yep. Yeah. It. Um. Manny just watched him buck, and and you know when anything the winces show up with anything yeah. like that, they yeah. they're, they're not going to come. They're not going to leave the house with something they think that doesn't work, and then kind of finding the backstory of the bull. He's he's sired. He's out of a a, a Bucky son, um, and then out of a uh, uh, his mom, I believe, is a Cochise daughter. Really, you know. So um, Gene Owens was in line to get that bull first, and um, he was um, he was trying to get some stuff going. And I just told Craig and I told Gene. I said, "Man, I said I want first shot. If if Gene can't get it done mm-hmm. or passes or whatever, you know, put me on there and." Gene come up to me and uh, told me he said um, he said I can't get it done right now. You get him. So we went and ended that's up, cool. Ended up getting him bought and uh, and uh, you uh, you don't see that side of of our business. Yeah. Um. And, and that's kind of why like I enjoy this podcast because there are some things that happen behind the scenes that that people don't really see. Um. You know, I, I did an episode with Chad Berger a long time ago and and he talked about breaking over the million dollar mark and then being bankrupt and, and like how it, you know, it's a, it's a tall mountain to climb. You know that for a fact, but I want to go back to, uh, we, we kind of got off track. I'm going to get off track a lot yeah, yeah. because 
This are you a very structured person? Um, sometimes she she is, and this is going to drive her crazy because yeah. we're going to bounce around like a dadgum tennis ball. That's right. But Simple I want to go back. back because this is what I love about Jeremy is you talk a lot of smack to the guys, but the guys talk a lot of smack back. Yeah, and it's all fun and games. And Zeke Zeke's a guy that when he says I'm the best damn bull rider in the world. You hit him right. No, it looks like Cooper Davis. Cooper Davis is right now. Yeah. But in this game, he's got to believe that mm-hmm. to do his job. Yeah. And I love that about it. And you you see that in all these guys, and you see what kind of gets them going. So you you pony back up, and you're like, I got two grand, says you can't ride it. I was kind of trying to scare him off a little bit, you know. Right. Maybe thinking. Like, we don't have to do this on yeah, yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm not scared. Better. Let's do it. And, you know, if you're going to call me out, I'll, I'll do it. But but let's let's do it for some more. And, and um yeah, three hours later, we were Zeke. Zeke showed up and and um, got in there and got to go. And it was cold. Uh, uh, I worked the dirt up the best I could while we were there. You know, it wasn't, wasn't too bad. And and um, yeah, we we got in uh, and they had some people coming out. They were they were filming it and all that. And um, I watched it live. Yeah, yeah, we, we were you? going live, trying to figure out how to do all that stuff. And and I'll be damned, the bull didn't jump out and one big old jump and jerk the shit out of him. And then he goes right into his hand. And there for a split second, I was like, you son of a bitch. Man, when I <laughs> saw the video, I thought, uh-oh. Because yeah. you called me and I mm-hmm. wanted to come there and, and, and watch it live. Yeah. But it had been the crazy, it had been snowed 2021 and I had been locked in. And I just got here and was getting ready to do a, a job. So I didn't get to be there live like I wanted to, and I didn't want to read anything. I didn't want to hear what happened. I just wanted to watch the video. And when I watched the video, uh, I'm sitting there and I'm going, "Oh, like I was about like me, oh shit, really <laughs> excited." Like I would be if I was there live. Like I, I caught myself kind of going, "Oh, he's got him. He's got. Oh, that hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did fold him up too. And um, but, but Zeke, Zeke tries. It seems like he tries harder." to take my money than he does to try to win a world title. I told him if, if they thought they were, I was having to pay the winner every weekend, Zeke probably won every event because he showed up the last time with the Bill the Butcher deal. and uh, Yeah. Yeah, got bounced, his, got hit in the head and all, you know, just, you know, like all, you want, all he wanted to do is just take my money and That's make it. me sign just wanted to prove you wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we need more of that in this sport. Yeah. I, and, and I know I'm in the minority, but I like the competition. I like the rivalry. Um Look, let's be honest and call it what it is. I like a little shit talking. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason that Conor McGregor makes the money he makes, even when he loses fights. Right. There's a reason because people have bought into that character. I tried so hard for so long to get Cooper Davis to just walk out there and start doing interviews and just go, I'm only here so I don't get fined. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm better than all these guys. I don't know why they even show up. Anything. Exactly. Anything. Yeah. Uh, our sport is, they're so humble to the general audience. <laughs> yeah. But amongst the guys in the locker room, oh, yeah. they can talk a little smack. They just won't yeah. do it publicly. Cooper Cooper will talk it too. It just, oh. it just be me and him. We've and almost we've up. almost fought in the shoots before and stuff. Really? You know, yeah, he gets he gets he get you can get him kind of mad sometimes. And uh yeah he he uh I think we were I don't remember where we were. He had a big black bull of mine and and I told him I was like, hey he'll he's gonna get bad and want to lean and squat in there. I was like he'll kind of squat a little bit or they get your rap. Yeah spurry make him kick one slide up and go and then if you don't get in past that it's right. going to be downhill and, right and um i wouldn't i don't ever tell the guys how to ride bulls that's yeah. their job but i know how bulls will act in there 
and um and, and cooper kind of had a shot a little bit and i don't know what it was and i was chewing on his ass a little bit and he nodded and got out and got bucked off and come back in the shoot just like man fuck our friendship whatever you know kind of deal though like he wanted to fight all pissed off and, and then left and then come back and got over it you know yeah. and he come back i was flanking my bull and he had some got some uh bullshit on his finger and walked up behind me and stuck it in my ear and said we good and i was like yeah i'm good man yeah isn't it crazy how like that happens yeah. i mean at the end of the day we're around a bunch of alpha males and i think it's i think it's a lost art i think it's part of being a man that like you yeah. get you're supposed to get a little competitive oh yeah you're supposed to get a little mad but you're also supposed to forgive right away you bet yeah I, I i've been saying this a lot i feel like forgiveness is far greater than an apology it's way more valuable than an apology and it's like that you don't he doesn't have to come up to you and go i'm sorry just come up and and everything's good yeah everybody's forgiven move yeah. on yeah yeah it's all in it's fun. fun because you're right and, and it's not just zeke it's not just coop it's all those guys that have that little competitive edge jess everybody there's something about i, I don't want to say that you know how jb like always wanted to ride the world champion or mm-hmm. the bull that like bushwhacker nobody could ride him jb wanted to do that it's almost like everybody just wants to stomp on jeremy walker now yeah yeah take it out on my bulls take it out on your bulls just because they want to gig you a little bit but that's okay yeah but we're all friends so that's it but, but that's okay because at the end of the day that helps your business just yeah i mean it does I, I I watched the game enough to uh, you know kind of kind of know I don't like I said I don't I rode a little bit and never at, at that level but understand the game enough to know to kind of see maybe when a bull won't fit a guy or, or pull something out of him weakness still and stuff like that and I won't if there's one out there that I think a guy's just gonna hammer on I'm not gonna yeah I, he, he doesn't need my help yeah anything at, at all or right or saying anything um but if there, you know if there's something in there that might get them a little bit I'll 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 razz on them a little bit and just make sure they don't let that happen but let's let's expand on what you said you said you rode a little bit got on a little bit talk about your your past experience in bull riding man you, just, you want to talk about injuries or that's about all that really was yeah <laughs> is, that, is that basically what yeah it was? yeah yeah a lot of that no, i was good on the ones i rode and the ones i didn't wouldn't it wasn't it was just something uh it was a phase in my life i felt like i uh looking back on it now as i had to go through to to be where i'm at right now how old were you um i started when i was like 16 i think the last one i got on was probably 25 but oh, the last few years was so just, you so you were right at that age where a lot of guys just find out Am I going to do this or not? Yeah, you know? not 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 old, not getting any younger. You know, what are you going to do? Kind of yeah. deal, and and I uh, just kind of move on to the next next phase in life, and uh, and um, it was kind of right at the teetering point now to where everything's taking off. You know, like now they got the pro bull stats and right. breeding programs and all that kind of stuff. And, right. And uh, but but I think it's something to. to you know, when you've been broke back, broke neck, broke legs, all this stuff, you know what the bulls have to offer. You can. Whether you can ride them or not, you you've been on enough of them. You can look and you can see a bull buck and kind of know how he feels and what he's doing. You know, he may look a certain way, but you know he's going to ride a little different. And that kind of helps with maybe spotting talent or or you know seeing stuff in there. You know, it's not going at it blind from somebody that's never done anything. You know, did you get hurt a lot. I had a handful of injuries and, and stuff and enough. I, I did I did well, didn't get hurt any at all, and then I kind of just went on a roll there where I'd pay my entry fees and go to the hospital. So <laughs> he kind of yeah, I think 
ripped my calf muscle out and cut my artery and had a skin oh. graft on it and then experimental reconstructive surgery on my right ankle and that was at the same event two different times really like, yeah and i don't go back to that place anymore yeah, i don't so care if we had the world model anytime no 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 if they had the world finals in angleton texas i'd you'd skip send it. my bulls with someone else probably yeah oh watch it on ride path that's the word and people don't realize like how bad the calf muscle hurts yeah i was playing basketball man this is pathetic i was playing basketball a you couple come of out years with ago. this really great story and now that yeah no his, his calf muscle well story. it's funny because one of the tv guys i i got in a groove where like the tv guys would all go to like a local gym or ymca or whatever and play basketball and i would go with them quite a bit and we would we'd play or whatever and i started making fun of one of the tv guys because he was over there stretching doing the old man stretching had yeah. the tall socks and i was like wow i like stretching's for wimps but i used a different word and about halfway through the first game we played i'm running down the court and all of a sudden i hear a gunshot go off and i look down and my right calf has folded completely in half and folded inside and it was just it was the most excruciating pain i'd ever felt in my life i found out then that maybe maybe i should maybe start stretching, stretching a little bit yeah. warm up a little bit yeah. but so uh you know you're not going to be the leg model yeah i'm out on what that. was the point where you were like you know what i've had enough of this crap i'm out oh man i just i kind of just kind of happened yeah it just kind of happened um at the time i'd i'd uh i'd, I'd met a girl that ended up getting engaged to and, and wow that's a terrible idea yeah that's yeah. always that's always yeah. the downfall that's always where everything yeah. turns Every around great man's career yeah i pretty pretty it's, much just met her and give up on everything in life <laughs> so i hey, go get a job you know. same same <laughs> pretty much yeah. just gave yeah. up on everything. and that's the podcast guys <laughs> yeah there you go that's also my life i'll see you later <laughs> She's laughing on the microphone, but she's looking at me like they'll never find your body. That's Facts. it. And then, then. <laughs> so, so I mean, it's just kind of one of those things for a lot of guys where it's just like you know they just they stop showing up, yeah. instead of deciding to right, right. be done. And 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 that's that's something you know you can see kids you know nowadays um, that are doing it for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And I'm hard on those guys because I did it for all the wrong reasons a little longer than I should have, and it, and and paid for it with my health. And um, I mean, if you, and I don't, I won't even let them get on practice bulls or something. If if you right. can just tell they're there to try to get a something for you know their social media or, or anything like that. And yeah, like that. yeah. If you want to impress a girl, man, go get a college degree, start a business, get good credit. Yeah. You know, women like stability, we'll fin financial human. stability. You know, stuff like that. And <laughs> the end, of, they don't like scars. Thank know? God, not all women like financial stability, right, baby? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm for, baby. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's well, here for the structure. Yeah. I'm what, here to live the life. Yeah. Yeah. So it. Um, I'm, I'm kind of. I'm, I'm kind of a asshole, I guess, but but I'm for the. I don't. If you don't, think, if you don't mean it, don't do it, man. I mean, that's it. Most I, I think you're a realist. I think you're a realist, and I think that that's that's something that again is another one of those things that there's not enough of. Like you, you've got to be able to be honest with people. You're, if you're honest with yourself, then you should be able to be honest with everybody else. Yeah. And it, case in point, if you see me doing something wrong, you should tell me. I mean, I feel like like we're supposed to value each other enough that like. If I'm screwing up, you better tell me because yeah. I know vice accountability. versa. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Accountability, and and sometimes we put ourselves in positions because of ego. Yeah, and sometimes we need to be reminded that that's that's stupid. So, I I I think 
I think that's awesome. I respect that about you. You gotta, you gotta tell some guys aren't just made for this business. Yeah, They're yeah. Not. Just, it's, I mean, I was one of them. Exactly. Right it, career yeah, it's like some people. Seconds. Somebody told me that man, I'd have been, I'd have saved a lot of money and and that's health. Right. But, but I mean, you, you gotta learn. You gotta learn your own. You gotta learn your own that's way. It. We all you make know. our own mistakes. Yeah. Um, where'd you grow up? Did you grow up? I grew in Texas? up down in yeah. I grew da- grew up down in uh, kind of southeast Texas, uh, Alvin, Santa Fe area okay. area down there. Yeah. Okay. So. Pretty normal growing up. Uh, yeah. My my family. Uh, uh, my mom was big in you know show horses and stuff. She she do that. My dad he he was into uh, uh, cutting horses a little bit and all that. And mm-hmm. and I was about. 16 15 16 years old uh my mom and dad they they kind of you know they they separated uh went through divorce and um it was kind of you're at that point where you're caught between a boy and a man you know kind of deal and um uh i was starting to try to learn how to ride at the time really didn't have any help or anything like that and then um you know my dad and, and and i remember him coming up he and i get along great now there was a phase in there where mm-hmm. you know he was figuring himself out through that that whole deal and all that and it, it made it a little rough on me but it ended up making uh, i think it made me a stronger person in the end but i just remember when i was like 16 years old him saying i'm not gonna be around anymore you need to take care of your mom and sister right i was kind of like dude that's your job right you know kind of try to halfway right. steal your childhood kind of thing so you, you go to work and you try to pitch in for the family and all that you know my, my mother never asked for anything she worked hard took care of all that but you feel like if you're going to go spend a hundred dollars at a bull riding to try yeah. to win something you may be taken away kind of deal so yeah. you when learn in reality he's probably not trying to take away your childhood or putting more pressure on you he's probably just trying to say hey i know you can handle this you know and oh, more of a time, positive reinforcement well, no at, at the time he was he was trying to figure out his own deal yeah you know he, yeah. he, he had his own his own stuff he was fighting and, and all that and, and he's got it all together now we're close talk every day cool he's got that that dad parent uh innate ability to call at the wrong time it seems like um, (laughs) yeah yeah and 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 you you can you can ignore anybody when your parents call you always answer and then they'll they'll get the they'll get the mad side of you or something he called me the other day and i was in the middle of six bulls trying to sort one out in a 10-foot alleyway and my phone's buzzing in my pocket and I was, he was like, "What? What are you doing, man?" I was like, "About to get killed right now. Can I call you back?" <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like, is everything good? Because I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah real yeah. quick. I get short sometimes. I get, I, ugh, I got a bad attitude sometimes yeah. when timing isn't great. And uh, man, bless their hearts, my parents get the brunt of uh, all of it. The genetic asshole that they yeah, bred into me exactly and, and Come so from them. it's their fault exactly honestly but but they get the brunt of it but the best part about it is they understand and like they're they're so quick to forgive yeah i mean and like like we talked about a minute ago it's just it's gone as soon as it's over it's gone and and i feel so bad yeah because they're you know you don't ever want to think about it there you one day you're going to want to see that phone call says dad on it Boy, you know I mean? yeah you know what i mean? I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to think about it. You're right. Exactly. Because yeah, next question. It's uh yeah, ne- <laughs> yep. next. Let's talk about the hats again. No, it, I mean that's real though and we've all yeah. had those things in life where it's like, you know, the things that annoy us the most at some point in our life is going to be the thing that that we yearn for the probably most, end up being yeah. Yeah. yeah i guarantee you um, i guarantee you he is his father yeah, oh, yeah. and i become more of him every day yeah. unfortunately yeah i'm just way better looking <laughs> sorry I, I lost my phone uh, i kept hearing somebody's phone now? go off oh it's yours no maybe it is yeah, okay it's yours. anyways um i'm sorry so unprofessional here i mean 
So unprofessional. Waiting 30 minutes, and then I got to listen to his phone go off. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I wait Welcome. every day yeah. for somebody to get ready. A little bit behind. Probably had to stretch a little bit yeah. after, the, after his workout. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Old man stretch. Hey, speaking of... <laughs> You're not built like a stock contractor. I know, man. I'm, How's losing, that I'm losing any kind of credit. I'm gonna start getting picked on in the, at the at the bullpens. You're supposed to you're supposed to have a big belly. Uh, you can push those guys out of the way with it. And um, <laughs> I've been, I don't know, I just just getting healthy, eating right, and working. And you've out been a hitting bit. the gym. Been going. We put a little gym in at the house. Uh, uh, Jess stays down there in the winter. Yeah. He comes stayed with me a little bit. And I had a guest room. I really didn't do anything with and. Uh, and um, I said, man, we need to make this a gym. And he eyes lit up. And he said, if you'll let me turn that into a gym, he said, I'll put all kind of stuff in there. I said, we'll get after That's it. That's awesome. Know, kind of deal. So we put some rubber mats down, got a sauna in there, and, you know, exercise bike and some free weights and stuff like that. So it just, uh, man, you just kind of got to get to, I do everything at the house by myself a lot with the bulls. And, and uh, you can be one step away from you know the guy that feeds for you and even in finding you you right. know and i uh, had a few close calls like that and kind of was a, i needed to get my ass in a little better shape you Man, know where i, I love kind, of, that. kind of move around a little bit that was kind of my thing when i started announcing i started showing up to these places everybody was like you can't be the announcer you're in way too good a shape and i was like it's crazy how many people think that announcers and stock contractors are all just old heavy set has-beens you know that, that moved on yeah. to the next phase in their life and i'm like I want to change that narrative, and it's cool for me because now I have. At first, I was the outcast. I was the guy that everybody made fun of because I wanted to go to the gym. And now, when announcers will send me snaps or tag me on Facebook or whatever that they're going to the gym and just yeah. trying to up their like, it makes me feel good as a human because I feel like whether I meant to or not had a positive impact on yeah. on somebody. Yeah. It it does feel better to I mean you still sore and aches and pains and stuff but it feels better to be a little lighter, a little quicker and yeah. a little bit a little bit cleaner. Um <laughs> I heard a story the other day and uh, uh Dalton Castle was 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 telling me as well that um there's a there's a stock contractor, he's, he's a legendary guy been around since the beginning of the ABBI and mm-hmm. all that and, and and um and I don't know if he listens or if he is listening. His name's Monty Sanford, and I love Monty to death, man. Monty, you're my hero. Um, he got worked over by a young bull the other day, pretty good. Like broke his, broke some ribs up really? and put him in the hospital. And you know, Monty's Monty's worked his whole life hard, built you know, raised his kids, his family, you know, and just retired not not too long ago. And, and one one little mistake, he was working a gate, and they just kind of, from what I heard, he had a young bull just kind of dove and hit the gate and. And uh, uh, Dalton told the story. He said, "If it wasn't for his big old belly, man, that gate would have busted his face." He said, oh "But that gosh. stopped him yeah. from really getting it, getting getting yeah. getting beat up." So I guess. So maybe you're going backwards. I'm going maybe, backwards, maybe man. You may need to get a putting yourself in more danger <laughs> than you need. Protective belly. No. Yeah, but 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 he's doing good now, man. He's a tough good. old sucker. Man, cat, what a so. good family. Yeah. The boys, they they've always been oh, around. Yeah. They, they, I mean, I feel like they've grown up in the business. Um. But you touched on something a minute ago, you know, somebody finding you out, you know, you're one wrong step away from somebody finding you out because you're pretty hands-on, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think people realize this sport, and Megan brought this up earlier, this sport is looked at by a lot of people as um, cruel. Right. And like we do things that are cruel to these animals. And look... 
the basis of that is not being educated. Yeah. They have no idea what they're talking about. But to take that an even step further, talking about the weather over the last couple of weeks here in Texas. Oh yeah. You know, the big snowstorm, the the everything freezes up. It's not like you can just go sit in the heated house and let everything fend for themselves. Right. I don't think people realize the amount of work it takes on a normal day, on a clear day, much less warm, when, sunny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a full time job. I saw yeah. the videos of you know you out there with hoses and breaking water, you know yeah. all that stuff. And I mean, people don't see that stuff. Yeah, it's the that's kind of the, the the other side of the ride deal. You know, it it it's um and you know the bulls are man, they're they're the other half of it. They can't do interviews and and talk and and all that stuff. But I mean, it it and like. And Jess were talking one time, I forget, he was saying something about a bull or whatever he didn't like, and I just told him, I said, man, I said, hold up. I said, what would you be without great bucking bulls? That's right. You know, answer me. What would you be without a great bucking bull kind of deal? And, you know, and he thought about it. I was like, is it, you got to have great bucking bulls to be a great bucking bull rider. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, you you probably wouldn't be a two-time multi-millionaire world champion and all that if there wasn't bulls out there you know the good ones to ride and i said granted i'll cuss the junkie ones just as much as yeah <laughs> much as you will and <laughs> yeah. won't feed them but right. uh but i mean it, it it takes two so so it's um i think the guys they they've got they they've got just as much respect for the animals the good animals as they especially nowadays because yeah. You know, you you look at bulls like Bushwhacker that kind of set the tone and really started to build a reputation. I mean, you can go back as far as like Bodacious and all those, but but especially in the modern era, Bushwhacker, Airtime started to get that same kind of recognition. Now you're seeing like like all of those bulls got normal media attention, magazines, TV, um reporters that wanted to come see him i think bushwhacker wasn't he on the cover of sports he was, he was on yeah he was yeah. on espn Pet- the bodies issue yeah, yeah. he was on uh, i think he was in sports illustrated i know he was on usa today things like that but fast forward to now we live in the modern era the social media era and not all of these bulls get the same exposure and we talk about how you kind of do things a little bit different sometimes. Like you talk smack. You'll have these challenges with the guys that have nothing to do with TV. They have nothing to do with media coverage. It's just friendly rivalries that start. And you're willing to pay a guy two grand if he can ride this bull. Yeah. That's why this whole sport started. Yeah. And kind of getting back to its roots at times, but also throwing in this social media thing. And I bring all that up because you built a bull's reputation essentially through instagram yeah it almost cost me my job it right. there was a ripple effect to it that yeah. that i didn't didn't look didn't look past it but and weren't trying to yeah yeah to it, do that either it, it, it all it really all kind of it's i started with there was a little red bull um uh, uh a, a partner had sent me and um, that that wasn't he was a, he was a really good bull he probably wasn't one that was going to win classic money he was kind of looking for a job and i'd got him to a few events and uh uh, he was doing good, you know, and then he, and then this, they opened the gate. And somebody had him. One of the Brazilian guys had him. They opened the gate, and he just stood there and kind of looked around for a second, and then jumped out and turned back. And then um, uh, Lambert told me, he said, "Hey, he said, um, get that bull fixed." He said, "Sometimes when they stall like that, they may be sore or hurt or something. Just look into him." He says, "He's a good bull, but he can't be doing that." 
again, people don't realize there's chiropractors out there that yeah. work on these bulls oh, that yeah. try to adjust to make sure that they're all in line. Yeah, pulse machine. And that they're healthy. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so, they're athletes. Like. Yeah, so I, I went back and, and kind of got a look at him and, and had him looked at the vet and all that. And he passed everything with his you know, soundness exam and all that. So I just kind of took him back to the beginning. And um, I started dummy bucking him, and I'd just make him think, and I'd kind of put the dummy on the side of him because I really get big buck by Phil and try to pattern him back up again and, and, and got him going. And then um, I could kind of see how he bucked, what he did, and, and I believe um, I tried to get a guy. We went, we were somewhere, and, and one of the guys there that rides really good, uh, uh, J.T. Moore, yeah. he said he'd, he'd ride him or whatever, and I, I kind of – you know, I said, all right, I bet you can't kind of do whatever called him out mm-hmm. on Instagram and all that. And he showed up and that bull got him, got him down. That's the first kind of started videoing that a little bit. And, yeah. and then, uh, he, uh, it got him bucked off and, and, um, uh, I mean, it pissed JT off. I remember at the video, he's punching the side of the fence yeah. and stuff in there. His bull was just frustrating bull. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The bull just would get him just a little bit behind kind of suck back one round and then just turn it on after that wouldn't let them catch up to him and they'd all show up thinking they can ride him he'd buck them off and then they'd all hit the ground thinking they could still ride him he was just frustrating wasn't mm-hmm. scared wasn't and then uh zeke was supposed to try to get on him again and had some car trouble and couldn't make it and and backed so out it always had back, always yeah. it's car excuse, trouble every time excuse, every time yeah. i've wanted to get on one of them rank ones i've had car yeah. trouble yeah. zeke zeke wouldn't rode that bull either but <laughs> but uh but he uh he anyway so uh uh, another kid lives by the house that rides really good that's making his way up man he and Zeke didn't show up he wanted him he wanted him and I told him I was like look man I need some guys that get on this bull that that you know like you know the try him yeah well not that this chance. kid would try him but I just need someone kind of in the standings that's known you know so so we knew that you know we got top level guys in the standing whatever on, on this bull and, and uh, you know he he could it, if he they rode him or bucked him off you know it kind of it kind of held water towards getting him back out. on tour yeah and um and this this kid rides good enough to do it he just hasn't been yet. his name's Dan Keeping and Dan warned him and I just finally I said all right Dan you you can get on Zeke didn't show up we let Dan get on he got, he bucked Dan off you know and yeah. then uh, uh, Cooper Davis messaged me he said bring him to me he wanted me to bring him down and I said man I said this bull's like. 38 no at the time all together between pbrs and all trips and i said he's this is un- where i really got interested yeah yeah i said he's undefeated i said you you come you come to him and cooper sends me a picture of his world champion buckle i was like <laughs> looks like an old one to me and uh anyway so he's like well i, I think he said i'll just i'll just get him when i get him then kind of deal and i was like yeah. i said all right you know fine i'll bring him to you i'll see you in the morning where you want to do it at he said wait like tomorrow morning yeah the next day yeah. no time to think about yeah, it yeah. like no, let's I'm, go i'll bring him to we're the, meeting after school the football that's field, it. it's on yep that's it and um uh i swear you want to do it he's like buna i said all right i said i'll see you there i've been to buna texas yeah so i drove down to buna with that bull and i took two other ones for him and um when the arena was wet and sloppy and i kind of i was like this is where you want to do it at and it was like soup you know and uh cooper had the key to the arena come let me in we backed the bulls out got them out and went back to the house and we were kind of you know hanging out with mac and everybody and and uh cooper called jess put him on speakerphone he said what do i need to know about this little red bull jeremy's got and jess said man i wish i could tell you he said but he just kicks out of there really hard and and kind of backs up and, and 900 miles an hour 
you know he, he said he, he he's good but he bugs mm -hmm. and he got off the phone cooper said well shit that ain't what i wanted to hear <laughs> and uh so this this was you know we we end up going out there and, and there was a line of people waiting to get in when we got there i don't know if they were watching it on instagram i was gonna or, say how they find out yeah i, I think mean, it's, it's just not like you advertise Insta it or anything. instagram just, yeah. i think and and you know cooper's friends and yeah. and all that stuff and um this bull's gentle i mean i spent like i was like a pet you know and uh anyway they they get in there and and I interviewed Cooper and my phone kind of joking yeah. around. We got in there and tended business and, and he did get bucking turned back right there and slammed Cooper on his back. Uh -huh. Cooper got run up on the fence and when he jumped up on the fence, he got stung by a wasp. Oh no. And I remember him telling me and I, I said, Hey Coop, what I said, I brought them wasps with me too, you know, and kinda <laughs> he was mad and, and the bull ran all the way to the other end of this big rodeo arena and, and um uh I told the guys that were fighting, I was like, I'll just leave him alone. I walked down there. I said, come on, Red, let's go. And, and, and he went back, and he kind of followed me back into the, into the, into the let-out gate. And I didn't even have to run him into the, the D-rig and shoot. I just went over and picked the flank up off of him. And I said, I was talking to him, and Cooper was looking through the fence. And Man. I said, I'm waiting to hear it. And yeah, he was steaming. I said, I'm just waiting to hear it. He's like, hear what? I said, I'm just waiting to hear it. And I picked the flank up off that bull. I said, easy, buddy. I said, me and old Cooper trying to pick on you, you know, kind of deal. And <laughs> follow me back to the pen. And <laughs> Cooper said, run him back. Yeah, I got 500. You'll run his ass back in there. And I said, that's what I've been waiting to hear. I said, I'm not running him back in there for 5,000. I said, that boy, I said, I drove all the way down here. I said, <laughs> he met you in job. your backyard. I said, he stood out here in the heat. They had bad horse flies in there when I yep. come back on him. And, uh, and, and I said, I said, he threw your ass off. I said, uh, I said, you want to get on him again? You come to Stephenville and get on him kind of deal. And anyway, so. So did that ever happen? No, no, no he didn't. Um, but Cooper did. Scared. Yeah, yeah, he got he got pissed off. So what he did because uh, he went to Green Bay the next day and won the event. So can, can yeah. I tell you? And and <laughs> I, I think so I told him this when he was on the episode. Cooper Davis is one of my favorite human beings. You ever. bet, man. Yeah. Ever he. You need to edit that out. I yeah, that. I'll probably cut that out. But <laughs> I didn't say that. He he is one of my favorite people ever because he is so. Dad gum competitive. Yeah, he hates to lose. Mm -hmm. He wants to win every every time, and when he doesn't, it ruins his day. When he when he gets beat, it ruins it. Oh yeah. Um, but he also, as much as that's a big part of him, like he also understands business so different than a lot of other people. You know, we talk about social media. That's Caitlin. She knows. Well, well I know, but yeah, let me tell you something. Did you not see the TikTok of him yeah, going through yeah. Kate's day? Yeah. He's hilarious. Oh, yeah. He's he's intelligent. He's funny. What am I? It sounds like... Yeah, is this the Cooper Davis like show? Put, I was going to say, it sounds like I'm putting together a dating profile for him, but yeah. anyway, did he pay you? I'm a big fan of that dude. Big yeah. fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Coop, too. Good, good family. Good family. Good, yeah. good family guy. Max, as cool as he get. Um yeah, it's uh, yeah, kinda, it must suck for Cooper being the third most famous person in his house. Yeah, he's well, and they got cat now. He's below that cat. Oh, okay. Her name Zookie. <laughs> Zookie. They got a Persian the cat fact now. That I think you she, know I think, the cat's name. Oh yeah, I think the cat's blue check verified on Instagram already. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, oh, it, uh, that's so funny. When first coming around with Pearl Harbor, yeah. and and Cooper got on him, I think in Kansas City, and, and that bull did bounce him off the ground and, mm -hmm. and i thought he's dead and i was like man there ain't no way anybody gets slammed that hard you know and i was like i told him i was like put a white sheet over him that boy's done you know and he got up and he sh ran off and shook it off and yeah. and then um i forget where we were i had another little bull somewhere and he kind of walked by and gave me a look 
I was about to sling your ass off. He said, you can try. And he did wear that bull out after that. I was like, that's kind of where Ian Coop first started. I was like, well, you, you can kind of, you, you can poke him a little bit, piss him off, and, and he'll... Uh, punch, counter punch. Yeah, yeah, he'll just try to prove you wrong. And, you know, and, this, and the big yellow muley bull we had in uh, St. Louis, mm-hmm. um, uh, Cooper didn't want anything to do with him. You know, the... the uh, we were arguing back and forth back there, and he was like, I don't even know why Lambert even let you bring that piece of crap or whatever. I was like, I was like, man, you wanted to partner with me on him when I first got this bull. I was like, now he's a piece of crap because you've got him drawn, you know, kind of deal. And we were going back. Can't beat him, join Yeah, him, yeah, we were going. And this, and this bull, man, about six foot at the head, you know, it was probably, you know, 2,000 pounds, you know, an idiot. Yeah. You know, big yellow muley. And if he went left right there, it could be pretty treacherous but he'd also if he went out one and went right he'd hang in there and be yeah. be good to ride but um but first time to town he's trying to crawl out of the fence he's kicking guys off the top rail of the right. the, the chutes back there and 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 cooper's standing back there in the alleyway and he's just shaking his head and got this look on him like man i hate my job you know that's kind of why i don't even know why i'm here didn't just something he didn't want to do and that's the other and, side of coop there's days where he yeah, doesn't want to be here that, it, it when he doesn't want to be career, here or, yeah yeah they, yeah they, yeah you had to once you got him there they had to lock the door to keep him in you yeah. know because he didn't he ain't scared of anything he just damn sure <laughs> the reason just, they put a padlock on the yeah, cage door is just, to keep him inside didn't want to be there yeah so he um and I kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit in the alleyway. I remember telling him he's that stupid whatever. And I said, man, he's not dumb. He's pretty smart. And I said he'll feel you. He goes, he will. And I was like, and I, and I said, damn. I knew right then. Yeah. And once he knew he could feel in, he he did push him to the right. And I mean, wore him out. And I think his best spur flick he's got still is foot straight. I think they call it murder in St. Louis or something <laughs> like that. And then he jumps off and goes, give me your hat. And, I handed him my hat, and he went to throw it, and it stuck to his glove, and he just threw my hat right in the damn slide and the shit and all that stuff. So I was like, "That that is the worst hat uh, throw in the history yeah, of bull he, riding." He he can ride any bull in the world. He cannot throw a hat for nothing. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's what's, funny. What's, what's the bull that you look back uh, and or maybe right now, whatever? What what's been the bull that you're like, man? I'm just glad I got to be a part of Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. Yeah, yeah, that bull's legend, man. He's he's. He's uh he really didn't even get to start shining. I Favorite think. ride on him. Favorite JB Mooney. Hands, yeah, down. hands down. I think it's one of the most underrated rides we've ever seen. Man, I mean, yeah. I I don't know if, if they posted it or you posted it the other day or whatever. For some reason it flashed in front of me the other day and I just sat and I bet I watched it twenty times. Yeah. Just going, Holy crap. That's unreal. Yeah, it was so good, and it and it is even better in in person. Yeah. You know, just that that big that bull that big yeah. jump that high and just buck that fast and and I mean it was, it, it, I'll always remember it. You know, yeah. it was it was it was right up there with it's the best bull ride I've ever been a part of. You know, um, I think it's right there with the rest of them. You know, score wise, I don't know, I don't want to uh, get to talking that. That's impressive. I mean, because man, there's been some good ones. I I think to me that one always sticks out. Coop on Smooth Operator yeah. in Atlantic City sticks out, yeah. and Stormy Wing on Bruiser in Albuquerque sticks out to me. And, and I don't know if it's because that pin's like eight feet long, yeah. and I was right there underneath that bull yeah. when he was jumping or what, but um, those three rides are the three that I look back and go, dang, I'm just glad I was along for the ride on yeah. some of these things. Yeah, man. that's I didn't. I wasn't there during during the Bruiser deal, but uh, it, was, it was a good one. I remember when Jess rode Heartbreak Kid. Yeah, there. It, yeah, and then did See, that. Forget about that. Did one. that horrible get off. Yeah, you know where you know we thought he 
broke every bone in his body yeah. and he, i was like man great ride don't ever get off like that again man that's how you don't ride bulls anymore afterwards <laughs> man, I, you're kind of like i am you're a fan yeah, i mean you're you're yeah, integrated into the for everybody that's man. Right. I, I do i do i'll i'll vouch for the bulls you know they're 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 um you know i'll, I'll go to bat for them and all that and you know i'll I'll poke him guys a little bit, and you know if if they can. If some guys don't like, it, they don't like it. I'm yeah. I'm not gonna try to mess with them. But if, if they you want to you want to if it fires them up, fires them up and gets more out of it. If the bull does his job and the guy does his job, you know if they both do their job, I'm good with it. If my bull sucks, I'm gonna be just as mad as that guy bucking off because because I you know I, I missed something or you know or, or you know what did I do? What did I not do to set this bull up for success? Kind of deal or what have I been missing thinking that there might have been a hole in him or something cuz at the end of the day my job is just to bring the best bulls to town I can where these guys have a chance at winning first place and shouldn't have to get on two bulls to try to get one score. Yeah. You know, and um and like I said if they both do their job I'm good and everybody walks away from it, you know. You catch uh, a lot of flack because of your relationship with the guys like do the other stock contractors give you crap? Not a whole lot, man. Not I bad. Yeah, not a whole lot. Mainly because of your truck, right? Yeah, yeah, I catch a little bit on that. It's it's because it's, it's an automatic, but Okay. But it's a great automatic. It's a new automatic, man. It, but it gets you up and down the road. It goes. I would, if it was an old one, it would have sucked. But, I mean, I just like I tell them, just get in it and take it for a spin. You'll be run. That I, that just is so funny to me. Like how stubborn our industry can be sometimes and how old school mentality, oh, yeah. which I think is great to a point. But there also comes a point, and going back to like Coop, like you, uh, you, you got to understand the business side of things too and what works and what doesn't work and when it's time to – Try something different. I mean, it's just funny that guys will look at somebody else's truck. Oh yeah, different. Just it's just so dumb. Go, go to judging. Yeah. It's so dumb. You were you you really want to get judged? Show up somewhere and, and don't have denim jeans on or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> they'll, they'll look you up and down. For as open you know. of an industry as we are, we're so damn closed minded. Yeah, it's just, so bad. Man, work hard. Do your best. I want somebody do, to do show your own up. thing. Yeah, I want know. somebody to show up that doesn't even own a pair of boots. And own well, I know we've had them, but that doesn't even own a pair of boots and owns bulls. That they're yeah. that interested in what these guys are doing and what you're doing. If we don't get out, want to be a part of it. I'm all about. I mean, we we've got to keep the cowboy heritage alive. Yep. Um, but we've got to also, I feel like, you expand, expand, it man. People you that gotta, have never seen it. Yeah. That's the only way to keep it alive. Yeah. Like honestly, because and there's it. only going to be so many of us. We need to not worry about keeping it alive. We need to worry about growing it. That's you know? that's that's the difference. Stop being content with what we've done and what we've what we've got to this point, and start looking at how do we make this bigger. Yeah. And bigger. Grateful, grateful. I mean, yep. grateful to have the work and do everything and and wouldn't change anything. Absolutely. You know, but but uh, but man, yeah. Like what what can if you don't roll with the times, you get left behind, kind of deal. And 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 I know you know the the uh, cowboy heritage and history and all that is something of the times. And and do do keep that keep that alive, which which they are. But man, just think outside the box a little bit. I believe there's there's things out there that can be used to. I mean, if you get the attention of someone else that doesn't know anything about it and bring them in to, I mean, and see the sport, who knows what it could open up? I mean, especially you know with uh, with all the access to what everybody has from social media and all that. I mean, you've got everything right there in your pocket. I watched a Netflix deal called social dilemma Yeah, about how scary this is. It's I saw crazy. opportunity. I figured everybody's looking at their phone already. Give them something to look at, you know, um, uh, 
but I mean, yeah, I mean, so it's there's there's a lot of stuff out there. I think that could, uh, yeah, future should be bright. Social dilemma. We sat and we watched it, and I wanted to throw my phone in the freaking yeah. garbage. And uh, see, I'm a, I'm how many a times owner. were you looking at your phone? Yeah, so I'm like thinking, I'm like, like, oh, that's like okay, okay, I could do. You know, I'm like thinking about like. How do you manipulate it and yeah. use it to your advantage? Yeah, exactly. Exactly the same way you did me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're welcome. One. Yeah, close. <laughs> um, that being said, and getting more eyeballs, I got to talk about Parker. Yeah. What I mean, that's just crazy to me. Like I, I'm flipping through social media, and I've I've got a Parker story, but I'm not going to tell it till I get him on the podcast. Yeah, sometime. So he can defend his. Um, it, what? <laughs> so he can defend his honor. No. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, because exactly. so Matt can. <laughs> yeah, so I can so I can explain myself. Is is, is the whole deal? Yeah. Um, but I'm flipping through social media, and all of a sudden, it's like he's wearing a paradigm hat, and he's partnered on a bull. How'd that all come about? Man, we were um, we were sitting in the truck and, and looking at uh, just like thinking outside the box deal, yeah. you know, as to putting um, and and we're we're getting kind of it's been hard to, to to get this this business plan laid out because of schedules or whatever a schedule yeah. is anymore these days. We kind of just roll with the punches anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, and don't give away all your secrets. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna, right. Yeah, I can't Check. let the cat all the way out of the just, bag. Just, but, just making sure. Yeah, but uh, we were sitting in the truck and. Uh, uh, Jess knew him had his number, or whatever, and, and called him, and he and uh, had him on speakerphone, and he just kind of shut shut shooting the crap. Yeah, no, he, he I got give Jess the, Jess the piss off button. Mm. I said, ah, oh, you got big dick, <laughs> kind of deal. And Jess was on, called him back, and it wait, rang, and he wait, answered. Can I just say, great. Because Lockwood always has his phone on do not disturb. Oh yeah, yeah. And anytime you call him, it goes straight to his voicemail. And then like it'll pop up and you'll see a missed call or yeah. whatever, or you text him and be like, "Hey, bitch, call me." Yeah. But but he always has. So I'm glad somebody else did it to him. Well, yeah, he did. And then, then he tried to call right back, and this is where it'll run it for you, Parker. Parker answered the phone and uh, and and uh, he said, "Hey, Parker," he said, "This this this is Jess Lockwood," and he kind of paused. He said, "Somebody effing with me." Cause no man, it's really he said, really he's like the world champ calling me. Really? Yeah, kind of, kind of fangirled a little bit. <laughs> That's cool. And um, and anyway, we 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 were there, you know, kind of talking, telling him what we're looking at doing and all that. Man, he was all in, fired up about it, and, and cool. all that. And we kind of getting it, getting it going. Um, really, everything's just laid in track. We just all gotta get sit down and and um, you know, everybody put their work together and put everything down. And and uh, we'll, when awesome. we get it done, yeah, we're gonna we'll. we'll make a big announcement on it and all that stuff. I just think it's awesome to see names like that involved in our sport. I remember like when John Elway was one of the part of the ownership team there for a while. Wayne Gretzky was part of the ownership team for a while. Tommy Lasorda would show up in the locker room to just motivate the guys. And there's something about having those names associated with this sport that, as we talked about, expands. And it makes other people realize that, wait a minute, Wait, maybe that's pretty cool. Maybe that's something I should look a little deeper into. Yeah, and that's all it takes is one time for somebody to see what's going on over yeah. here and, and realize, man, they got something cool happening. Yeah, really cool. And, and it's really, I mean, you see it on TV and it's good. Enough, but if you ever see it and you you, you watch it on TV, you feel it in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you can feel and, and the energy. A big difference. You bet. Yeah. Big difference. That's one of my favorite things. Like now, I I go sit in the stands and I hear everyone talking, and and it's all the people that this is the first time they've ever been to a bull ride, and they're just like all this. They're just amazed, and they fall in love with it immediately. It's it's so fun to listen to. What I love about about 
what she's saying is is when her and I first started talking, she had no clue what I did. She didn't know any of the guys. She didn't know anything about the sport. Like, not a fan. And I love that. And now you're Megan's boyfriend. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that's exactly right. You have no idea how true that is. Um, we actually just had this conversation. Like, everybody that I've been friends with for over a decade, now all of a sudden, I'm second on the list when it comes to our household but anyways no but but now like i see her you talk to cooper about that if you need some advice counseling school like how to deal with a more successful uh spouse but now like i i see it in her and, and part of it's because like all the guys are family now yeah and everybody's like one big happy you know group of friends but she's a fan. Like she, she enjoys what's happening when the guys do good or the bulls do good. By the way, uh, in no way, shape, or form is she going to partner on any bulls. Let's get that out of the way right now. <laughs> she's trying what? to beg Don't she even was, try she that. She wanted shit. all the ones that that she could scratch. Yeah. yeah. Oh my. This, yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> tell you what. Almost got me hooked into a bull deal. I tell you, yeah. Just you got you got a little bit of. A little bit of grass you can fence off. And yeah. We'll oh, send, yeah. Send the old no. fat friendly ones yes. to you and they can retire at yes. your house. Oh, Bring yeah, them over. Go. No, yep. please. It can be the retirement. I, I, I mean, you really don't have about. to, uh, you really don't have to uh, uh, pay any money to partner with, if you're with an announcer because he just throws your name in. That's there. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember Ben Mark was, I sent a video and didn't listen to it uh, from uh, Vanita. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And me and Ben had just kind of just started, you know, uh, 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 partnering on some stuff and you know and, and uh filling each other out and all that and i get this message who's westfit llc kind of deal like that and i said what and he said yeah it said it was a uh, paradigm bull marcus metalworks westfit llc on bill the butcher and i see, said i was uh, so mad i that said you matt west man yeah i didn't have it on my phone i was like you can call matt he threw himself in there on that deal so he, he, he partnered for that trip it's so, so funny because yeah. i stole that clint atkins if you'll listen, pay close attention to yeah. the broadcast. I've heard it a few times now. Always. Yeah. And it'll always be one of Chad Berger's bulls. Yeah. It'll be, you know, Chad Berger, WSM Auctioneers. Yeah, plenty and, partners on them good ones. And Clint Atkins LLC or some crap like that. <laughs> and I thought, well, that'd be funny. I'm going to mess with Jeremy real quick. Yeah. And so, you know, <laughs> Marcus you didn't Metal Warrior, I didn't hear it. Paradigm Bull That's Company, Westfit LLC. Not a clue. And I was like, well, hell, he did, whatever. Yeah. And then a couple days later, Ben's like, hey, uh, we need to settle up on what you owe me for this yeah, bull. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you misunderstood. Yeah. That was the wrong like, bull. It was Westfield LLC. I was like, huh? I started telling him, hey, Jeremy, I already settled up yeah. with Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Between y'all yeah. now. T- typical bull man deal there. <laughs> <laughs> Checks in the mail. I promise it is. I promise. Um, how, How'd you like, How'd you get into the bull business? Because um, I think that's that's a question a lot of people have is like, you know, it's one thing to be a retired bull rider. Um, you know, you see LJ Jenkins, JW Hart, Cord McCoy, those guys that were here that were on tour that started getting practice bulls and it just kind of expanded from there. Um, but but people ask all the time, well, how do you get in the bull business? What how was it for you? Me, um, it's just like I mean, you know, rodeoing a little bit and, and love for the animals and just mm-hmm. finding you know what i find in my my uh finding my way in there uh about 14 15 years ago i moved to stephenville and that's pretty much bull country you know all over there and then um you know i just got a little place put a little set of pins up went and went and bought a little bull that, that I, I seen on some auction and i give like a thousand bucks for him and i thought he had some potential and took him in and uh 
man, he was he kind of blew the internet up a little bit. I, I bucked him one time. Had guys calling me left and right, throwing money at me, this and that. Of course, I was the guy that had the first calf. You know, now you, you run into quite a bit of it with guys who go get a get their first one and and hit a home run, and they don't want to sell. They don't want right. to do this and that. And uh, and I was kind of that idiot. Then, but you, you want to you want yeah, to yeah, get yeah. involved and stay involved. Right, right, right. Kind of got to taste it, but then I also learned then too, like, hey, uh, selling is winning. Yeah, you know, if you're if it's you're business. Yeah, I could have got one for a thousand and sold him for thirty thousand dollars in three months' time. That's a good turn on your money. Yeah. And um, I didn't, and I kind of held in there and just kind of uh, you know, got in the breeding side of it a little bit, and then I, and there was a, a breeder there by the house I, where I worked with him. Kind of learned everything, kind of every angle, kind of how stuff worked, how stuff didn't work. You know, um, how people from the outside that were partnering what they were wanting to see and get out of the deal, and just kind of trying to absorb everything yeah. over the years, and then, and then, um, you know, I, working, establishing myself in life, and and uh, and then we got in with a partner and got the you know Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. and kind of started campaigning him to his next level uh, of his his career, you know. Um, and holding and just kind of learning a little bit and then that that was kind of an eye opener because that that season there um my goal was to have that, that was in 2016 they were taking the top eight bulls um on their average on eight outs right made the finals and then the powers right. that powers that be voted one in and the riders voted one in those 10 bulls went to zero and whoever had the highest average bull score at the finals was your bull of the year mm-hmm. pretty much qualified and then bull of the finals won it get to the super bowl and then yep. play the game that's it and um but my goal was to have that bull uh pearl having ranked number one going in and uh and i knew because it was uh, the bruiser long john they they'd kind of they were they were the they were the, they were the men then they were the heavy you know, hitters yeah they the heavy yep. hitters and man pearl was kind of the dark horse coming out of nowhere so i knew i had to do all I could do on my end to promote this bull. I didn't really have to do anything. To, he would promote himself if I, if I got him out there and exposed him. And um, and it was kind of I started him a, a, a Facebook page and at that yeah. time. Nobody really did that, and I'd go uh, I'd go live on Instagram. Nobody really did that much when he was in the sand pens and stuff. And I caught a lot of crap from people like, "We well, over there video on that bull again." I was like, "Yeah, but I got about." you know seven eight thousand people watching this deal at, at a certain point and then you know now it's at the point if you bull goes to the finals in vegas and you don't have a video of him in the sand pen you never really were you really ever even there right you know everybody does it now but but i was kind of trying to you know promote him through that and have him number one because i knew if he come in the finals number one he, he would have to be acknowledged mm-hmm. and um and i got him there with two events left and i had to uh i had to go work a job uh and in in uh like a real job, Kansas. Yeah, I had to go work a real yeah. job and get some real money. Yeah, you know, pay some because real, people pay don't some, realize pay some that real bills and stuff, people don't realize know? like it's not just. I mean, oh. because you have bulls that show up on TV doesn't mean you're yeah. financially Rolling. set. Yeah, I mean, I was hauling one bull at that right. time. Yep, yeah. you know, that's right. You know, and it's a, it, at that time it was a thousand dollars, and if he got a high mark bull, he got a bonus for thousand bucks. So I was trying to keep him mm-hmm. within striking distance and, and stuff to where that thousand dollars would cover your fuel and all that stuff. But it was for the big picture you know trying mm-hmm. to finish this bulls you know my time with him finish him off the best as as can be and uh uh i looked at the standings and and i think bruiser they took bruiser to nampa idaho to kind of warm him up and, and he took the number one spot by a few tenths of a point so i quit the job and i went back and i was going to load pearl up and go to tucson just to try to get the number one do all i could do to get the number one spot back to attain that goal right. and um 
uh, a buddy of mine that was that was that was, had him had him housed there and you know knew him and stuff. He excuse me. He said um he said man it don't make any sense to drive all the way over there last event. And he said you can drive all the way over there buck him. He said even if he does get the number one spot back, he's already made it. He said you're gonna drive him all the way back. He'll be here three days back on the truck out to Vegas. He said man you might might knock the edge off of him. He's in there. You should probably just keep him fresh right. and try to beat him at the finals. And and that made sense from a management aspect for that animal. But uh, something in my gut was telling me, get that number one spot, you know, whatever it takes. Right. And, but there wasn't anything that, that, you know, that really, other than a feeling. So I did what I figured management-wise was best for the bull, went to the finals, um, and uh, – First out, I think Kaiki had him, and they marked him a 45. He kind of he went out there, and he almost got rode, got a little better as he went. And then um, uh, Bruiser, I think, might have stumbled, you know, kind of opened the front door up. And then uh, I think Long John had the higher score out of all of them going in. At, at that time, Long John had a little age on him. I think his, his feet were getting kind of sore and stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. they were, they were, you know, he, he was, wasn't sure if he was going to be as good the second trip or not. But you got to know that – pages have them there right they'll be ready mm-hmm. they come to win you know and um and then uh so we went into the short round and uh pearl had uh stetson lawrence i believe and had a had a phenomenal trip man way better than he was you know the the the, the first time i ended up trying to figure out where it went it was a three-way tie for bull of the year and I remember walking out and around, and uh, and I'm thinking, and I went through the gate, going back around, and that uh, that Dale Brisby character was standing there. I said, "Man, what are we gonna do about this?" He said, "Well, let's run them all back in there and let Dale get on them." And I, I kind of wish that might have been how we yeah. could have, yeah, should have done it. But uh, anyway, got back around to it, and uh, they were scurrying around trying to figure out what the deal was. And the tiebreaker was the ranking coming into the World Finals. Oh shoot! And that that so now if I'd have went to Tucson, would I got it back first? I don't know. You, yeah, could have. I mean, should have, but but you never know. You got to go with your gut, man. Got to go with your gut. Got to go with your at, gut, but, especially when, especially when an animal's well being yeah. is is what is ultimately at stake. Right. And you learning, got to go with your gut. That bull got better the more you bucked him, and um, and and there's really no. Uh, uh, you just kind of had to swallow that pill. How sick were you? Pretty sick, man. Because I left there thinking um, I could have done more. You know, I uh, should have listened to my gut, should have read my rule book. Should have, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but you never think that you're yeah. going to come down to a three way tie. I, I never mean, even crossed my mind. You never. always think there's going to be a world champ walk out of here. You didn't know there would have been three of them, you know, and then have to go to a tie. I blame breaker. the judges. Oh, every time. They should have found a way to separate them. No I doubt. I always blame yeah. the judges. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the easiest way That's out. That's it, man. I'd hate to have their job, but I mean, you got to blame somebody for something. So at what point, why not blame them for everything? At what point did, did it finally come to you and you went, you know what? I, I did what I, I needed to do. Um, I, I was fine with it. I didn't, you know, I left there a little bit, not mad at anything other than just kind of looking back over the whole deal and said, what could I have done different? And yeah. it would just been make sure you give everything you've got. Yeah. When you go into, the, if you're going into that race, make sure if you can get them in there, number one, leave, go there, number one, because mm-hmm. if you tie, you're going to leave there, number one. And um, and uh, so that, but it, it really just, it kind of lit a fire under my ass at that point, and you learned it's something you love to do. You figure out how to make it, but you have to commit 100% to it. You can't be... You can't be going and, and doing, you know, half. If you if you want to play at that level or level that this is, you got to be 100% committed to it 
you can't be one foot in, one foot out. Because if you are, you'll get your ass kicked by the guys that are committed 100 mm-hmm. yeah. to it. So I mean, and, and that's kind of at that point when we started. Just I was like, man, I'm gonna commit to it, and just started building everything and 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 kind of moving as move as fast as you can. Honestly, I've heard you know? people say bull owners are just kind of like glorified babysitters for the athletes, but I I I man, I disagree so so hard on that because you what you guys do you feed you tend to any kind of yeah. sickness injury everything they're dependent on you their health is dependent on you first yeah. and foremost take it a step further their opportunity to shine or to be successful again is it's dependent on you yeah they're athletes, and they're going to do what they're supposed to do, right. but they get that opportunity because of the work that you guys put into right. it. I, and I think that that gets overlooked so often. We talk about, yeah, there's two great athletes in every ride. You know, there's the bull riders and there's the bulls, but the guys that are bringing the bulls work their asses off yeah, it's, to make sure that those bulls have an opportunity to, yeah. to showcase what they're born with. Yeah, because you're, you're dealing with however many you bring. If you bring two or if you bring 20, you're dealing with 20 individuals. Yeah. You know, they're that they're, they're all different. They all have different yeah. personalities. And they're wired to hide any kind of pain or sickness from you because they're naturally they're prey animals. So, you know, I mean, they, if there's any kind of lameness, they're going to want to try to hide it from you, you know, because because, you know, if you, if you see a herd of elk or, or cattle or whatever and wolves chase them, what are they, they go for the weak one, right. you know. So I um, want to go back because you, you talked about showing Pearl in the sand pit and, you know, letting those people kind of behind the curtain, I yeah. guess you would say. I think. You, I think Matt Sharping, um, and, and Kenny, through some of the more dramatic things that they went through with like Mickey Mouse and everything. But but you and Matt Sharping in particular have opened those curtains so that fans can enjoy these athletes outside of the arena. And I think that that is, uh, I think that's something that definitely deserves an attaboy. I guess, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, because we're fans of the Bulls. Like you say, we spent a month in Vegas. Megan's going out to the pins yeah. every Loving every morning just to, see which, yeah, yeah. Uh, to see which ones and seeing a different personality that yeah. our fans don't get to see. They yeah. don't get to spend that time with them. And so I guess on behalf of like fans all over the world, I guess what I'm trying to say is thanks for doing that because yeah. that's important. Yeah, it's it's definitely you know the things that, that we see every day is not something everybody else gets right. to see every day. So I mean, and we take it for granted a lot yeah. of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's and they're and they're funny, man. They've got some of them are just kind of old sticks in the mud and sour asses. And, yeah, and some of them are yeah. like big cats and you know. Like I always that. say they're just like humans. Like there's some that are really fun to be around. There's some that aren't fun to be around. Oh yeah. There's some that are lazy, and then there's some like me that are just incredibly adorable. Oh yeah, and and work hard, and yeah. yeah. What? Nothing. If you weren't doing this, what would you be doing? Probably something I didn't want to do. Uh, working. Not, yeah, work. I mean, yeah. Not that this ain't work. Running a business, something like that. You but know? it's so much more fun to go to work when you enjoy what you do. Yeah, it is, and I mean, and that, that's the thing. It, it, it takes it takes good partners to to get it all done. Because and uh, you know, I mean, it's it's a uh, it, took a little while to figure out how to uh get everything structured to where you know you keep everybody on the same page and because these guys eat a lot yeah you know and they eat on my dime yeah you know um, and uh and just keeping everything to where it's it's uh it it keeps everything afloat you know and um you know you can it provides a uh a lifestyle that that 
right. pretty much covers everything, but you can't sit on your ass. You know, that's right. It it it, 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 it it mailbox money. You know, you got to get up and and, yep. and earn it. But but yeah, so it it's been uh, that that's kind of the the deal. And and I mean, and, and um, you just got to figure figure out commit find something you love, commit to it, figure out a way to do it honestly. And you my know, God, I, mean, I feel that's, like that's this is the conversation. Like this is the conversation we we have this conversation a lot. Yeah. I mean, people don't realize. Like we've, I don't know. Like I, I enjoy our conversations not on a microphone because like we've had some heart to hearts. We've had some real conversations, and, and like that's what I, I wish everybody got to see the people behind what they see on TV. That's yeah. the whole reason we started this podcast is like because I know that you're a genuinely good person. I know that you genuinely care about these animals. I know that you genuinely care about the guys that you're giving shit to all the time. Yeah, and and I enjoy that. Yeah, which it, is why I wanted to do this. Yeah, it, it's and, it, and that's the deal. Is just at the end of the day, man. If you just do your best, yep. you know what I mean. Do something you love. Do do you know? Don't be afraid to go after it. Figure out a way to make. Figure out how to do it right. You know when I mean right by like keep it honest. Yep. You know, make sure you don't. Because uh, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you can't take anything with you. Yep. You know, just just make sure you're a good person you know what i mean integrity hey yeah exactly and at the end of the day you you can lay your head down at night when it's all said and done go to sleep and know like hey i didn't do anybody wrong you know whether you change your goals or not that's a pretty good good goal right there to attain i'd much rather break even or lose a little bit and be able to sleep good at night than i would be being rich and know that i screwed over a bunch of people yeah and then and that's the thing one of the one of the one of the proudest moments i was joking uh with someone you know we, we had a we had a good year last year everything that you know come through uh fought through it made made everything had a had a uh, six seven eight bulls at the finals come in there you know had a few of them in the short round and they all did well and and, and i said my proudest moment was uh, that everybody that was involved with me that was there and partners and stuff were all uh all sitting right there together having a good time yeah isn't that cool yeah because not everybody can say that exactly not everybody's been able to say that but you know and that's the main thing is it just just that that's worth a lot right there you got some good people around you yeah yeah you're only as good as people keep around you yep especially in this deal so and no westfield will not be one of the newest partners we'll talk later just just throw it on there hey we you never know you never know one day he's gonna get a sheet and be like what the yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and then i'm gonna go straight to my bank account and i'm gonna be locked out of it not even gonna be able to get get mad if you get mad on one we'll get him a good expensive one okay yeah here's here's the good news is like i she's into my bank accounts but i don't know that she's into all of them so it's fine it's whatever not yet anyway yeah 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 Yeah. what else that's a you can be right or you can be happy. That's what my dad told me when when I when I first got engaged. And, yeah, and he and he said you'll never truly know that woman. Do you meet her in court? And I was yeah. like, "Geez, Dad, <laughs> thanks, thanks for the advice." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You can be right or you can be happy. Yeah, you can't be both. Yeah, you can't that's, be both. Yeah, that's funny, man. I appreciate this. I appreciate this a lot. Hey, uh, before we sign out of here, Paradigm Bull Company. A lot of people look at it and they're like. Wait a minute. Why? It's not Jeremy Walker. It's not like you put a name on it. Yeah. I know the reason. I know why. But for people that are like, hey, where'd that name come from? Where'd it come from? It means to set a standard. That's right. You know, just be honest. Um, play the long game, yeah. you know. And, and I didn't, um, uh, it wasn't something, Can't I can't do all this by myself. You know, maybe there are people out there that can, but I don't really know anybody running at the top level of the bull game that are doing it on their own dollar. You know, it's uh, it it takes a team of people. You know, so I just put a 
put a name to it and um and put a group of a group of partners together and i'm really picky and kind of select who who i do business with um for the reason for the long game you know um you know because i tell people all the time you gotta be careful who you're associated with people will run over you quicker than the bulls will Mm -hmm. you know and um so i mean it's it's that's that's kind of kind of where kind of where that come from. With that being said, just getting if somebody people to, wanted to get in the bull business, they probably could find a way. Yeah, yeah. They, I try to run them off usually when I first start. Yeah, mainly. Yeah, kind of like women. You got to yeah, kinda, just you got to kind of push them away. See if they're going to stick around and they really want to. Yeah, make sure that make sure they think sure want to do it because <laughs> everybody else trying to figure it out while we're doing it. That's too. right. That's right. That's right. Man, I, again, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I'm sorry to keep you waiting. I. I feel so bad, but and not only do I keep you waiting, you show up with gifts. You might be my favorite podcast guest I've had on this whole deal. <laughs> it's easy to win Matt over it. That's, well, yeah. yeah, ask her. <laughs> bring him stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring me free stuff, and we're friends forever. Yeah. No, um, I just, I man, I respect what you do and how you do it so much. And uh, hey, at the end of the day, and I hate to say this to your face, but I'm glad we're friends. But yeah, me too. I man. really am. So we can edit that out later, right? Yeah, I, I promise you. I, I hit record. I hit the stop button a long time ago, so we're good. We're good. But all right, man, appreciate it. Thank you. See you. See you.